This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is the BBC. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Guys, it's Raj and Pablo. Thank you so much for downloading the most bollytastic podcast in the entire Bollywood universe. And boy, do we have a bumper-filled, star-studded podcast for you guys. Uh, you'll be able to hear from Salila Charia. He talks about uh, Karan Jahar and what he's up to and the big success of Chichore. Uh, Pablo, and he also talks about what he's going to do with a certain handsome young man called me. And you as well. You take me to the gym. We're doing a Bollywood workout with Salil next week because we're in Bombay for the IFAS. Uh, You'll also be able to hear from Ayushman Karana and Nusrat about the movie Dreamgirl. She said she she was too pretty to be in Slumdog. That's what she was told. That's why she didn't get the job. Did you know that? Well, oh, you know that now? Well, I know when, when someone says you're too good looking to do something. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they tell you for your arranged marriages, isn't it? We don't want you, you're too good looking. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, you're going to be able to hear from singer uh, Shilpa Rao about a war. Uh, she's done she's the not, song. She's, not, she's become a soldier. She's done the song Gunguru. War is the biggie that's coming out from Yashraj Films. It's got Rithik Roshan and Tiger. Tiger was taught by Rithik to be a secret agent and then he goes rogue and then he follows him all over the world and Games of Thrones people have done all the special effects and the war effects and Shilpa Rao has done a song that was originally done by Bunker Jadas. And it's just like Raj following me around the rest of the world. War! Yeah, why? Uh, Don't forget you can listen live. There's something very important that you have forgotten. What? That I exist. That I went to the movies and actually watched. Oh yeah. Dream Girl! Yeah, you'll be able to get my review of Dream Girl as well. It's our very own Salil Acharya. Salil, how you doing? Oh my God, am I going to see y'all? Am I going to see y'all? Am I going to see y'all? You are from Monday onwards. We're with you, mister. You're going to take us. We will, we, let, let's be the talk of the town. The three idiots in Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> and we can do a bit of Chichori as well. Uh, well, we're going to talk yeah. about Chichori. Uh, but before that, um, Dream Girl, how has that opened? Uh, so Ayushman and Ekta Kapoor, the producer, have already put out a video in their life. This is the first double-digit opening, opening more than 10 crores. Wow. It is spectacular. So to put things into perspective, it's made more money than Butler House on the opening day. I've also, when I saw the film, I saw the film three days ago, you know, and I predicted it to the producers. I said, this will be Ayushman's first 100 crore film. It is going to do that. It is spectacular. It's exactly what they wanted. You know, he normally does very uh, concept-oriented films, whether it's Barayo yeah. or whatever. This is his first mass film. This is the only film that Ayushman was completely unsure about. And he wasn't sure at all whether this would work at the box office. And this is his biggest opener. So it just goes to show that a man, you know, whose uh, film choices have been talked about for the last two years, now is stepping into some really uncharted territory. So Andabun, for all its fantastic, uh, you know, critics, uh, you know, what they said, made only 60 crores. Even Article 15 made only 70 crores. So if this makes 100 crores for him, Ayushman is truly in a super league. So is he the you know is he competition for Rajkumar Rao and vice versa? Because they both do quirky kind of films and both are very successful. So Rajkumar, on the other hand, has uh, does very offbeat films. Hmm. Uh, I don't think Ayushman does that many offbeat films. He does very big concepts. So Rajkumar's films also, you know, the last one that he did, Judgmental, like, uh, mm. they're very out of this way. Newton also, Shahid also. Uh, I think Ayushman is still far more uh, commercial. 
his films are very commercial oriented you know so i think it's a step up on raj on rajkumar as far as box office potential is concerned i mean uh, you know to each his own you know people who like the talent of course but i do believe that ayushman is in a league of his own right now and honestly speaking if this kind of film does the kind of numbers that we expect he's going to be one of the highest earning actors very soon i think in bollywood because ayushman films don't cost a lot of money to make and that's a really big question he's making more money than akshay kumar's films are making say wow. with uh, mission mangal wow. so you know if akshay kumar is charging that kind of money he's charging and if ayushman is getting as much return i think he deserves that kind of money so i have known him i've known him for 15 years you know and he's such a respectful guy loves his wife as well also i love that everything is perfect can i just ask you about this film why do you think this cuz it's quite it's it's a silly comedy but it's not crass comedy like say the mal or like you know some of those like you know the bo- usual bollywood comedies there's not much naughtiness in this yeah so that that's uh, obviously uh, where ayushman steps in you know he's very clear about that bit you know he doesn't want to do uh, the sex comedy bit yeah. or you know the very crass comedy he's very clear about that and raj chandil is a very good writer and this is his first film as a director so the guy has actually written one of the most popular shows in india comedy circus for years mm. so i think they work together very well and aishwar is very classy in real life also the way he dresses the way he is and all yeah. so i think now he's reached a stage where he ha- does have final say over what they want him to do and what they don't you know cuz even here when he's playing pooja the uh, the character you know where there a lot of the girly voices there he isn't making fun of that character he's very clear that he's just doing a role so i think he's managed to bridge the gap between mass and class tremendously well which i don't think too many people have been able to do uh, now we mentioned uh, chichore uh, how well is that doing that's insane those numbers are insane to make 75 crores in the opening week is unheard of for a film like chichore which wasn't supposed to be great it had its flaws as well you know but varun sharma you know who uh, we've all known as chucha mm-hmm. uh, just stole the show for everybody you know sushant uh, had his detractors in this film even i personally didn't like him as much in this movie but i think uh, the whole concept worked so well about a kid you know how the pressures and competition of today and uh, people were, were taken into their college life i mean everyone including the producers are taken aback by the collection chichore could make 100 plus crores which is incredible wow. numbers for them no but even in the uk because when i saw it last week i gave it a four stars because i really enjoyed it and this week there are more people queuing up for this uh, chichore uh, in the afternoon shows than uh, uh, for the new release this week yes green girl is going to take time but like i said chichore didn't open so chichore opened much lower than green girl green girl in this weekend in bombay alone will do more numbers than all these other films so trust me on this green girl is the kind of film that is only made for ayushman to showcase his acting skills mm-hmm. and he's become so big that he's it's all going to be about him and so mark my words this is the last time we see ayushman doing like a medium budget film because even in green girl radha the song they spent almost a couple of crores on that song so now they're spending the big money on ayushman and uh, i don't i won't be surprised if he reaches akshay kumar's league like much sooner rather than later mm. so kabir saying that's another big blockbuster and that's a surprising blockbuster so the director's got a new film on the, gr- on, the on the floors yes and the new film on ground first of all let me just tell you that changed the life so much of so many people because uh, before this it was only salman khan doing the south indian films right mm-hmm. so then now shahid kapoor does it his career has changed now ranveer kapoor has signed on with sandeep banga mm-hmm. and uh, ranveer is going to be doing obviously a south remake with sandeep banga the director of kabir singh and arjun reddy it's very clear that they use in the south film so this is really exciting times for everyone and you know i think ranveer also needs to continue with the sanju tra- you know trend yeah. the master's got very delayed so i think he's got to do something as samshera also he's doing 
if you look at sanju sanju's been almost a year now he's not had a film release coming out soon so this is really good news and sandeep bangda is a typical masi fantastic on content director and i cannot wait to see what he's going to make with ranveer kapoor um and let's talk about another director and <laughs> producer karan jahar um now um after clunk clunk he, pablo clunked yeah it clunked um is it, he's <laughs> pulling out the stops for his new movie right Tucked it is Tucked. yes, it's a big film and uh, got a, a very big star cast in it. So now what they're doing is because the VFX was very badly criticised in Kalam, they're shooting a lot in the real location, so the cost has gone up. Uh, they've reworked a lot of the film, you know, the patches of the film that looked just about okay, were not perfect. They've reworked that. They've put in more money into the film. They already have the big names like Vicky Kaushal, etc. In it, but I think the VFX and the post production, a lot of work has actually gone to it, which is why he's delayed the release of the movie. Hmm. So it'd be good to see because Karan Johar also needs a big hit. Oh God, you yeah. know, we're talking about all these other other directors that are really coming to the fore. Karan Johar's films are super expensive, as we all know, and none of them have actually made some very big money. I mean, the last I remember, a Karan Johar film making big money was Ye Jawani Ya Diwani. That was That's years ago. Four or five. Yeah. Yes. So none of his films. after that i made any money because student of the year and all i mean you can't be spending 20 quid and making 20 quid and saying wow i made such a great film so all the big things that he's doing he's also ventured into the digital world so he's really got to come up with a masi film that does very well because after that ranveer kapoor aishwarya rai and anushka sharma also did a film uh, but that didn't also make big money so karan johar is spending big money he needs to make big money with this movie this is an asset test for him is it true that takht is his um, homage to mughlai azam problem with karan is he starts off with these lovely lines you know so when he was thinking about uh, amit tripathi's novel and he said you know i'm going to make this movie it's going to be a homage to shiv the god shiv he keeps using these lines he's a brilliant marketer hmm. but when he makes the movie i think he realizes that you know it has to be contemporary also so then there's another version that comes out so i don't quite believe the pr angle that is always given to this i don't think it's a homage to anyone i think he's just trying to make a good film and he's a little scared now because they don't just come because karan johar is there and he's not making kabhi khushi kabhi gaam and dilwale those mm. kind of movies right yeah. so now this is a space that he's not very comfortable with he doesn't make these grand movies which are not candy floss this he, is not a candy floss film so it better do well he should leave sia sanjeev leela bansali to be sanjeev leela bansali and he should do but that's the problem mm. you know it's not just everyone wants to be sanjeev leela bansali and they all want to do it in 6 months sanjeev bansali takes years to yeah. write a film yeah. and do a film to do a and shot. everyone wants quick yeah because they want to sell it on the digital world they want to make money there it doesn't work like that is there all this stuff going on about salman what is this about salman yeah. khan for the bang 3 right he's hitting the gym like nobody's business that is going to develop another shirtless scene to end all shirtless scenes we've got about 95 days to go you Ooh. know so 95 days even i can make a bodybuilder out of both of you as well also because that's enough time to do that <laughs> oh, can we do that <laughs> next week i'd <laughs> love to try <laughs> right I need 95 days i don't need one day i mean i need 95 days as well i'm very But flexible <laughs> so, by the way, Salman is also very flexible. But it's, if you've been following his account for the last two yeah. years, uh, ever since Bharat, you know, where Katrina criticised him and he was criticised for not being very active on his social media, he's pretty much gone overboard with it. So Salman Khan doesn't work out just for a film. He anyway loves working out. Uh, but I, but I hear that he's going to be in the best shape of his life. He cycles to the studio now. He doesn't take a car at all, no matter how far it is. He works out in the night. He works out in the morning. He's working out twice a day. So we're going to see the fittest Salman ever, I think, in Dubai. And if the six pack Isn't there? Don't worry, VFX is there, so we'll oh, have to fight as well. <laughs> It's enough of a reason for us to come to Mumbai because we'll be in your town uh, uh, by tomorrow you. evening. 
The first thing we do, I'm a singer on radio. Uh-huh. You have to work out with me, and we make a video out of it. Oh, I can work out. I'll, I'll do it honestly. <laughs> I'll work out. Well, I'll, I'll you don't want to see Raj working out. Oh, did you say walk out? As <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will see you in Lovely Mumbai. Look. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. All right, bye bye, guys. Take, Take care, buddy. Care. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. It's the Raj and Pablo show, and it's just Raj because he wants to speak to the man of the moment. He's a national award winner. He's absolutely fantastic. And he's now changed his name to Dream Curl Puja. It's none other than Aishman Karana. Hello, buddy. Raj and Pablo. <laughs> do you know what it is? You, you have to make this happen. You know, or otherwise you'll have to do it in your Puja voice. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just that Puja voice is very difficult. <laughs> I went to the studio and like took 40 odd takes to just crack that no. note of a girl. But you know what? On the promos and what we've seen, it is so natural. Yeah, because that was a lot of hard work. Being a radio jockey came handy and uh, that was the first job. So, yeah, but that was good fun and also at the same time. Aishman, first of all, uh, we have to say, national award winner, Aishman Karana. Do you actually, are you still pinching yourself? Uh, yes, I am. I was when I got to know about it. And, uh, you know, I was shooting that time for an ad film. And when I came back from my shot, there were like 50 odd missed calls. I was like, what did this happen in five minutes? And then read the messages. I got to know I got a national award. So I was like, woohoo. So I just, I could not control myself. It was quite overwhelming. Aishma, how have you done it? Because, you know, every single role that you've portrayed in every single film, not only are they made box office billions, they also you've, the characters people identify with, and they're so different. Yeah, yeah that's the... Um, uh, point in fact that I try to choose subjects which are very unique and they're like novel, like the first attempt uh, in Indian cinema. So uh, I look out for these subjects in scripts and sometimes the scripts come to me. So it's a happy marriage, I guess. But how do you choose? Do you, do you go through everything? Is it quite precise? Do you get like you know, your good lady wife to have a look at it? Do you ask your dad? Um, it's mostly me when I read the script or maybe when I get a narration. Then I asked my wife to read it and my manager, Sunita, to read it. So, yeah, this is the core team. And Dream Girl, when this came to you, because this is such a quirky film. I mean, it, it, it's got shades of that Dustin Hoffman film, Tootsie, in the 80s in Hollywood. What yeah. made you say yes to this? Like in a country, we have seen a lot of Ram Leelas in mm-hmm. India, where there are folklore, folk theatre, where a lot of female characters are portrayed by male actors. So this is an ode to those actors. I'm that guy in the film who's blessed with two voices, male and female, and he joins the call center. And men fall in love with this guy, like with his voice, with like girl's voice. So how he gets out of the situation, that's the story of the film. So you're like, okay, right. when you actually, like, how did the look come about? Did you have a lot of practice? Did you have to like change? Could you wear a sari? I did. Like, there are four or five scenes I'm wearing a sari. Uh-huh. But apart from that, there are a lot of scenes in the film I'm talking like a girl. And uh, for that, um, yes, I just went to a studio and redubbed all my female portions. Uh-huh. And uh, took a lot of takes. We were, like, dubbing two, three words at a time or one line at a time. So just to hit the perfect note, it was difficult, of course. Uh-huh. And what was it like actually, you know, like uh, being in that place, you know, as that character? Did that affect you at all? Did you understand what people like that go through? Affects me in a way, you know, it just, I think I've got tremendous respect for women now. I took three hours to get ready, uh-huh. shave, do my makeup, 
hair, everything. There was a very cumbersome sari and a lehenga. And by the time it was week, like evening, I had to shave again because trouble used to come. So that was quite difficult. It was not easy for sure. So did you? Would you actually fancy yourself? You know, like if you saw that person, we think, "Wow, she's cute." Do you think you made a success? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a chance to fancy yourself. Yes, I did. It's <laughs> 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 like falling in love with your other side. Other side. I don't know what. To do. But yeah, uh, it was that when I was. Uh, when when I was in the mirror, I was like, okay, not bad. Uh-huh. And Nushrat was like, okay, maybe that's in the competition. So, so I was like trying to look better than Nushrat. And uh, I would love to be nominated as the best uh, actress in this year. <laughs> I, 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 for sure, for sure. And do you yeah. know what? Uh, are you aware how much success you've got in China? Yes, I got to know. And to not favor that, I wanted, wanted to visit China and you know, meet people over there and see the reaction but from the horse's mouth. But that didn't happen because I was shooting for my film. Uh, but yes, I'm quite overwhelmed with that as well. Like 300 plus crores, it's quite crazy. Uh, 300 plus crores, you're a more one-man single box office industry, mister. Did you know that? Every mm-hmm. single film of yours has cost a little bit and then it's made billions worldwide. Can I tell you, me and Pablo were in Chinatown, right? In London uh, and so And it was very late night. And then we walked in and and the waiters there and all this. Ah, oh, you see this movie, this movie. It was your movie and you. You know this man. And we went, yeah. So you're a hit. Chinese people love you and they want you to do a Chinese movie. I also love Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and um, finally, I've got to ask you very quickly, uh, what was it like from working with Mr. Amitabh Bachchan? Because he's been, well, we've spoken and he's been said, that boy's a very nice yeah, boy, good actor. He's such a collaborative actor. Like mm. I've... Uh, he used to give cues to his co-actors, which is amazing. At 75, his energy levels are crazy. Like he thinks like a 25-year-old. And uh, that's why he's still there. He's still a superstar. Uh, at 75, and his contemporaries have retired. So, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a living legend. Well, hopefully we'll be talking to... We'll be living legends as well, and we'll all be talking to each other in another 50 years. How's that? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and we're looking forward to seeing you at the IFAS this year. We're coming to Bombay on Monday. Oh great! Yes. I'll see you then. Good see you. Oh, and I'll buy you. I will bring you a wee birthday present as well, but we'll surprise you. Okay. Uh, all the best with Dream Girl. We can't wait to see it. A message for your fans worldwide: why they should watch Dream Girl. You should watch Dream Girl because it's going to be my most masala commercial film ever. And uh, you're watching the two scenes, entertainment, entertainment, and pure entertainment. And sex appeal. And sex appeal for sure. (laughs) (laughs) This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. First of all, congratulations. You are looking fantastic. We are loving the promos of Dream Girl. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm really happy. So, to, what opposite Eichmann as well? Because he is one serious actor. What was he like to work with? Oh, what a delight to work with! Yeah, I mean, he's such a gentleman. He's. I feel like he's had such a holistic life. Yeah, he he fell in love. He got married to the same girl. He's been married for so many years. He's got two wonderful kids. He became a father early. He loves music. He sings. He was an RJ. He was a TV host. Um, he does shyery. I'm like, oh my God, this man is just, he's just so <laughs> enriched and he's so full of all these good life experiences and and I'm like, wow, like, can I have an enriched life like that too? <laughs> but can I just say one thing? You know, for every single guy out there, right, 
um, you have just ruined their lives. When their mum mums hear them, you talk about him like that. They'd be like, why aren't you like that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so down this film, right, it's very unusual. So what is your role and uh, what is your character? I'm the dream girl's dream girl. Dream girl. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are these five characters who are running behind her, uh-huh. but he's running behind me in, in the literal sense of it. But I have a fairly simple simple story and plot, yeah. Uh, mine is a very sweet love story and with this man and then he gets caught up in this whole... Uh, confusion of uh, characters because they all think he's Pooja but he's actually not a girl he's a man he's trying to hide that from them and it's like a whole comedy of errors and situations going on and everybody's character crossing each other and eventually it gets solved and I have a happy ending at least at the end of it I'm like yay finally I get the ball finally I know and so like you know in the sense of like because there were so many offers here what made you decide to do this particular role? I think the the script and the story, yeah, when mm-hmm. I heard the narration, um, I was laughing through the entire one hour of that narration. And I said, this film is so funny. It's, it's so going to work. It's going to connect and it's definitely going to be a really, really hit film. Like, I don't know how much it's going to do. Like, I don't know about the business of Bollywood. I'm a little, uh, I'm still young in that aspect to kind of understand. But I uh, excuse me, I'm going to interrupt you right now. You you have given some of the biggest hits in the industry, Missy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well done. That. People love you. I mean, do you know how much money you've made all the, in all your movies? No, yeah. Well, there you go. Well yeah. done. And and not only that, you. your Guru Rindava video. Wow. Yeah. You like? Yeah. The song's good and oh, you're yeah. good. Thank <laughs> you. I love the video too. I was... Oh. No, but it's one of Guru's amazing love songs and I was so happy that I have a love song and not like a dancing, dancing number uh-huh. because uh, I think Guru does great love songs. Uh-huh. But like you are brilliant at your dancing as well. You've got an item number coming up as well, haven't you, in uh, Marjava? Yes, I do. I have a song in Marjava and I have a song in my own film which is Turamka which comes in Jan. So yeah, that's the song. Uh, <laughs> like, like, you know, uh, you talked about Aishman. He actually sings as well. Do you sing? Do I sing? Oh, yeah. Do I sing? Oh, my God. All your listeners will turn the radio off and never get listeners again <laughs> if I start singing. <laughs> so, so but that, I will sing. I, I'm very bad. I'm, I think I'm tone deaf, but I still sing. <laughs> Do you know the <laughs> other thing that, uh, that me and Pablo were talking about, right? You know, we are so glad you're not ugly because of Slumdog. Slumdog, (laughs) yeah. No, because Slumdog, you got rejected. What happened? Uh, I think the the reason there really was that they wanted me to to look justifiably somebody who came from Slum. Uh And they thought I was too pretty to kind of uh, look like a Slum girl. They said, you look like an urban city rich girl. I'm like, oh... All right. All then, right, you go. Uh, you, you said, just say, show me the money then. Give it to and me. Also, <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, they, there were three age groups, right? Uh-huh. The younger kids were more difficult to pass because we didn't have this that much option of um, young kids shooting and working in films then. Uh-huh. They had cast the youngsters and I, if, I mean, if those youngsters grew up to be me, nobody would have believed it. So they wanted somebody who... Could, they could, you could believe that this girl at five year old and then 14 year old grows up to becoming a 25 to 18 years old, you know. Mm. So that 
you have to they have to justify that casting. Do you know what it is? That's it's it's their co- that's their problem yeah. because it's the burden of beauty. You've got it and you carry it well. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> so like, the burning question on uh, my lips at the moment is, right, Eichmann, does he look better as Pooja or does he look better as Eichmann the man? Oh, definitely Eichmann the man and definitely Karam the man in the film that he's playing, the uh-huh. role of Karam. Uh, I think Eichmann is such a gentleman. He is, he's quirky, he's so funny, he's respectful. I mean, he's the... He's the real deal package man, you know, the perfect gentleman. He's had a very enriched life, and I mean that just shows. There's like this, there's like this magic on his on his face and glow on his face that kind of makes him full of his experiences, you know. It's quite nice. But you know, the other refreshing and magical thing is, you know, from the promos, is that there's a chemistry between you that's quite subtle, but it's there. Yeah, I think we are we are we're very good in. Um, taking off each other. I have a feeling that me, me and Aish kind of just get each other. We we have the similar sort of answers to questions on life and, and the way we see life. We have a similar take on films and sensibilities. Um, and so I also got to know him during these these promotions and during the shoot where you don't know the person and what mm. he thinks because mm. you don't ask them these questions. So when journalists ask him questions and he answers, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to do the same thing. I was like, what? <laughs> I I knew that we were somewhere in sync in terms of just human beings, and I, I like the fact that, that there's that connect between us. It's quite cool. And guess what? We've got a wee surprise for you as well. We're going to be in Bombay for the IFAS next week. You're going to be there, darling. I hope I'm going to be there. I hope they're not going to make me do some work and ship me off to some other shooting or some other thing. I don't know. I don't but care. I really hope I'm there. I don't care. We're get we're hanging out, and we want to see your new high heel shoes. You wear killer heels. Oh. Darling, you take care and all the best with this week's release, Dream Girl, because you are a dream girl. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. Everyone is talking about war. Everyone's talking about the Gunguru song. And, and everybody's are... talking about you. You. Uh, we are joined <laughs> by Shilpa Rao. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? Really good. So good to speak to you. It's been a while, but we've been well done, yes. Missy. You've been doing so well. Thank you so much. <laughs> So what's the response been like um, with Gungri? Because everyone's talking about the song. Well, it's it's been it's been awesome. Uh, we didn't expect it to be so soon, but then it's just like blown out of proportion. And we're getting these kind of videos every single day with people dancing on the song, people singing it, people jamming on it, and it's it's really overwhelming to see so much Gungri love happening uh, everywhere. But you know, it's taken a life of its own online, like you're saying. People are like having like Gungru parties and posting stuff up. Did you expect that when you were rendering the song? So I, I was just uh, having a party of my own when I was singing it because <laughs> I was I was dancing in the booth myself <laughs> because it, 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 it's such a groovy song and 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 I was having a uh, my own dance party by myself in 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 the recording booth and yeah it's it's it, it, it's it's one of those. You know, you know, it's it's a punk song, and it's very difficult to achieve that punk mm. uh, sound. And 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 I think Vishal and Shekhar have have done a like ace job doing that, like just getting that punk sound just bang on. It's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful. And Shubha, how did this come your way? Well, it, it it's always a very very uh, simple phone call. Vishal or Shekhar they call and like, okay, there's a recording today. Can you make it? Okay, yeah, I'm there. And then we. That's when the party starts. Once we meet in the studio, <laughs> where where we have this series of bad jokes, and Shaker and I crack, and then and Vishal cringes, and, and, you know, then 
And what was it like in the sense that were you aware of the um, enormity of this classical song, Gunguru? The Pankajadas Gussel? Well, and, and um, um, I, I have heard the song, but then uh, that expression, Gunguru Tootgay, which has been used uh, for forever, you know, when. when uh, so let, let me tell you about it. When when you say Gunguru Tootgay in, in, in normal conversation in Hindi, uh-huh. it means that, you know, I, I had such a such a great time and, and I was I was in my zone, I let go of all inhibitions. So Gunguru is actually the the metaphor for any inhibitions or any uh, tentativeness that you have. So it's an expression. You should have seen Rajan Pablo on Saturday night dancing to this. Please, I'm going to go please go to video. Done. 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 But did you, I mean, you know, like um, when this came your way and the enormity of it, uh-huh. um, everyone's right. kind of raving about it. Were you prepared for this? Uh-huh. I don't think we're prepared for so many things. Even, even when you think you're prepared for it, you're not prepared for it when it actually happens to you. So no, we're we're ecstatic. We're we're we're. You can hear it in my voice that I'm so excited to talk to you guys. About it. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but right from starting off with Bachnaya Sino onwards, and then recently Mission Mongol, uh-huh. you just keep going from strength uh-huh. to strength. What is it that drives you? Is it like choices of songs, or what? What makes you kind of think, yes, I'm going to do this next? Well, um, I, I think it's, it's more to do with um, having this. Um, music connection with, mm. with all of these people, be it, be it Vishal Shekhar or, or Mithun or, or Amit, uh, especially Pritam, because we, um, sometimes we meet up when, when we're not working and, and it's just a, like, like a long, long conversation about, about what's happening in life otherwise. Mm. Like every, everything else that you're doing, apart from your work, uh, when it comes to what kind of series you're watching, or, or any new movie that you watch, any new gigs that you uh, attended, any concerts that you're that you're doing, uh, also with with, with uh, uh, you know the kind of social media that, that we're surrounded by, mm. it's so easy to kind of see what each other is doing. Um, like for example, when we were recording Guru, uh, Vishal just pointed out, you know, I'm I'm loving that the Ghazal concerts that you're doing and then someone sent it to me and I and I saw it and like, oh my God, this is Shilpa, she's doing a Ghazal concert. So it's uh, it, it's actually gotten us closer that way uh-huh. uh, to, 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 to to see how musically each one is doing. And and, and so therefore that, that again trans, uh, translates into our, our, our work when we're actually sitting uh, uh, in the studio and working on, on a song. So that connect is, is, is you know, it, it keeps going from strength to strength, and that's how song after song. So, yeah, it, it, it's all interconnected. Everything's connected. But, Shilpa, this must be quite exciting for you because it's Rithik and Tiger's first big movie together. I know, I know, I know. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that. And so, out of all your hits, right, that you've had, right, all your the songs, Bollywood-wise, what uh-huh. one is uh-huh. your favourite? What one is the one like, yeah, this is the one, I've nailed this? It has to be uh, uh, Tosenana Lage. I have. To, I don't know why, but then it's always been that special, special song for me. Why yeah. that one? Was there something about that lyrically, or the way you you sing it, or the the reaction you get? Everything, in fact. In fact, now now when I look back and and I hear it, 
uh, I, I feel I, I won't be able to sing it like that anymore because that that was that whole first song spontaneity and 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 and, and the emotion that you have at that point when when you've not sung anything ever and and it's this is your first song and and the way you feel about it, you know. When you're going in to sing, like how you said you feel about that song, when you're going in to sing a song, uh, is it is is uh-huh. it kind of like a ritual that you go through? Do you kind of go, okay, you know what, um, I want this to go really well. This is what I'm going to do. Um, do you do anything personal? There's nothing that that I do uh, before every uh, recording, but but there is uh, one emotion that is common hmm. uh, for every song, which is. Um, when I get a call and and when I'm doing the recording, it's I don't have any assumptions in my head. No, no, um, no preconceived notions. I have a very, very blank, empty head, and and it, and I go into the recording and there's this little uh, mix of 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 happiness mixed with a little nervousness and little butterflies in the stomach and everything. And yeah, I mean because I still feel oh my god, this is going to be. Uh, my first recording, oh, wow. and uh, how I'm going to sing, and I and I need to do it well. I need to do a good job, and and that's always on my mind. So uh, I don't think that that feeling has changed ever. Those no. you know, the Unruh's become a classic movie. So when you when you were working on this song, uh, were you involved in the actual production with Mithun? Um, no, actually, because uh, he had made the track before, uh-huh. and uh, but I, I still remember. Um, has very vivid uh, memory of Mithun uh, singing the song to me on a harmonium. Uh-huh. It, it was in the studio just before the recording and he sang the song to me on the harmonium. I was listening to him and I felt that this is such a pretty song. I don't know what it's going to be, but but it's such a beautiful song, beautiful melody. The words are going so nicely together. And yeah, it's, it's going to turn out to be a nice song. And, and yeah, it's what. 12 years now. 12 years. Yes. Wow. And I'm sure our listeners would want to know, because you mentioned, okay, you know what, uh, is it like a narration when uh, it's the harmonium and you get the lyrics in Hindi? Do you get them in English? When do you get the lyrics? Or do you get them when you're there? So whenever we get the lyrics right there at the studio, I have a thing of writing it down myself because I still read Hindi lyrics while I'm singing it in Hindi. Uh-huh. I, I don't write it in English. Uh-huh. That that's something which I know. So I, I I write the entire song in my own handwriting, which probably only I can understand because such bad handwriting. <laughs> no one else can understand it. But yeah, so, so that that's something which I do. I, I write it down and and uh, yeah, and and while you're writing it down, you kind of start connecting with it emotionally. What what the song wanted? I mean, it it it, it wants to say, and and uh, uh, there's always either uh, uh, Amitabh Bhattacharya with me mm. when when I'm doing his song, or Rishad Kamalji, or or even Gujar Sab when when I did his show, he was there mm. and, and he made me write the song line by line. So you know, it it then bit by bit. So yeah, these are small things that that we do in the studio, which. Matter. And, yeah. and Shilpa, you know, after Gully Boy, right, there's a lot of interest in, like, you know, alternative music from coming from India worldwide. Because uh, you do a lot of other mm-hmm. stuff. You do another a lot of other stuff apart from Bollywood. So are you part of that whole new uh, genre of music? Well, yeah, I've, I've always loved yes. to collaborate with, with uh, different artists. I mean, be it Karsh Kale or, or Parikrama, Agni, uh, even Nuri for that matter. 
I collaborated with them uh, 2016. Uh-huh. And in fact, I collaborated with Anushka Shankar this year. Wow! In in London, oh, uh, wow. I was there um, in in June. Yeah, I was there, and and uh, we recorded a song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it should be out soon. I'm really excited about that too. Yeah. Well, we can we just say we're excited for you? We, we love it. We are absolutely it's brilliant. Well done, Chopa. We love it. Thank you, thank you so much, guys. And I was literally virtually hugging you on the phone. <laughs> uh, thank you very and, much for talking to us. And will you be at the IFA Awards? Are you coming? Oh, yeah, fantastic! We, I'll see you there. We'll, we'll catch see you in Mumbai. That's the wonderful Shilpa Rao, and the song is Gunguru. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Do you want to tell us uh, what you made of the movie? Oh, dr- oh Dream Girl. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, do you know? Um, I was a bit kind of like. I wasn't sure. I'd watched the probe, but I love Eichmann, right? Yeah. I love his quirky little persona and the way he is. And as a really nice guy, and he used to be a radio presenter, and he used to sing. Then he became a star. And could I'm you, not could je- you relate to the? I'm not jealous at no, all. No, not exactly. at all. No, why would I be yeah. jealous? No, but then when I, I was thinking like. Now, there's a classic movie that's on BBC One that Christmas or whatever, Tootsie, with Dustin Hoffman oh, yeah, yeah. and Jessica Lange. Yeah. And that's the story about this actor that can't get a job, so he dresses, drags up and becomes Ru- like a RuPaul thing, yeah, yeah. right? And then becomes a big female star. Yeah. Right. But, but no one been, knows. Uh, like, no one knows. Yeah. Well, this one, right? This yeah. one's uh, this, uh, same, it's set in a small town in the, uh, village, right? The, um, this And uh, nobody, he can't get a job. Uh-huh. His dad sells... Um, Things for funerals, shall I say? Like you right. know, bits and bobs for funerals, yeah. like you know, little arties and all the rest of it on the street, right? Yeah. And then that that Nushrit girl, right? She uh-huh. looks stunning, by the way. Yeah. She is like a pint-sized beauty. She yeah, is. She would have what? Yeah. yeah. She was right about the slum dog thing that she was saying as well. Uh-huh. The burden of beauty that she carries. Yeah. Well, she's absolutely gorgeous. She plays as like um, the governor's girl or something, and they fall in love. Now, at the same time, right, because he can't get a job, so mm-hmm. he drags up and plays all the female parts in all the Ramlila stuff that they have in the villages. You know, like the Raven Sita thing at yeah, the valley. Yeah, um, yeah. He always plays the Sita or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. All the female parts, I would say. And but then, you know, men used to do that. Like all the, all the um, even the actors used to do. No. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never when? Yeah. I knew there was something wrong with Rika. I knew it. I knew it. Hey, <laughs> I take that back. I take that back. I'm just joking. Yeah, no, on. they did that in Shakespearean times yeah, as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they did, did as well. Why was that? That's another point. Yeah. Anyway, let me get on back. Yeah. So what he's trying to get, he's a graduate, he can't get a job. And then he's desperate to get some money. And so he hears about this friendship call centre where all the people there are women who get paid to talk. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, a bit like yeah. yeah. You not get paid not like to me, talk. but like you know, like imagine a Sunny Leone type character. Doing oh right, that, that, I see. Yeah, 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 definitely, right. definitely not you then. So he's there, but he becomes a big hit because he puts his female voice on. I see. And that's about the basic plot. And then it goes on like that, just like bit after bit, but after bit. And she's still in love with him, even if he dresses in a sari or not. And there's Ramlila, and there's these men chasing him, including a police officer. It's uh-huh. like a comedy of errors. And you know what? Leave your brain at home. And it's shot really well, and it's so silly. Uh-huh. But it's a one for me. It was a bit of a one-trick pony. Oh, really? Right, because it's the same thing. Well, and it's a really, really silly, silly, um, all caper Dabal type ending, oh, but yeah. in a clever way. But I have to say, the what man that she's brilliant as well. Mm-hmm. But he just he just fits into every single character. You know, like um, like Damlaghi Haisha or Bariliki Burfi. You know, you don't think of him as any other character. Uh-huh. This character is just him. It's really, really good. So, so what's your marks? I'm going to give it probably a three and a half out of five. 
Yeah, and the songs could have been better and the ending could have been tighter and his saris could have been nicer and he should have shaved his legs. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Uh, don't forget you can listen live here every Saturday on the BBC Asian Network, bbc.co.uk slash Asian Network. Until next time. No, but it's also BBC Sounds. Oh, there is. BBC Sounds is brilliant. You know, I'm hooked on BBC Sounds. Are you? It's got everything. It's everything's for free. There's books, there's podcasts, there's music galore and you can get your own music list as well. If it's free, Roger's there. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> Until next time, love us. Love Bollywood. Bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.